As Posey raises hands up, Stewart just got closer and the ball uh, just kind of passed through. Good, great coverage on the Owls there. Second down and 10 from just outside the 35-yard line. Still over on the left hash mark. Two receivers to either side. Cross checks in as a fullback. They're going to go long again. Same spot on the field, and this was almost intercepted. That should have been intercepted, in fact, as Jonathan Mincy had outstanding coverage and just couldn't bring it down as they were looking for Kendall Sanders deep. Yeah, that was Sanders running a... Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what pattern it was because it looked a little bit like he was running a deep slant pattern. And that wasn't quite a vertical. He was cutting towards slightly towards the middle of the field. Ricky, I think, was expecting him to run a fade. And Sanders was trying to belly back to the outside. And it ended up almost going into the Alouette's hands. And uh, I think the Argos need to have a discussion on the sideline because Ricky and Sanders were not on the same page. 42-yard field goal attempt from just inside the left hash bar for Liram Hyralahu. Jake Reinhardt, the snapper. Cody Fajardo is the holder. Kick is up. Has the distance. And Argos are on the board first. 3-0 is our score with 10-13 remaining here in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050.ca. 3-0 on the Liram Hyralahu field goal. Welcome back to BMO Field. Beautiful night for football. Mike Hogan, Jeff Johnson with you. The summer has arrived a little late, but I'm not complaining. No, definitely no complaints. But How it hot is was it at York? Dicky, come on. It was, uh, yeah, I was stuck to the turf. It was, yeah. it was so uh, wet. They had a, one of those misting stations. It's kind of cool. It was oh, nice. A little excessive. It was almost like you went through a waterfall, actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, it got even stickier when you went through the misting station. Let me guess. Your boys didn't leave the misting station for the entire day. Yeah, he came out of there, and he was soaked. <laughs> but, it, but it was a good time, and uh, it's good to see the, 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 the Lions getting off the ball, making some plays. They, they looked solid. They looked very solid. They had lots of energy, and they got started fast. They were nicked up really early in the season. Um, spoke a little bit Warren Craney, the head coach, was there last night at, at your dinner and the, the Hall of Fame dinner. I don't, not your dinner, but the sure. dinner where you were honored. Um, but, uh, you know, we talked a little bit of an injuries that our guys are starting finally to come back. Yeah. I mean, so probably we know how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Ball at the 35-yard line. The Owls will take it there after the Hyberlahu field goal, 3 nothing for the double blue. Darian Durant, one of, of uh, oh, of one, rather, in the first series. They're going to give the ball to Sutton. He gets met in the backfield. Justin Tuggle had a very good breakfast today. That is two big plays on four defensive plays for the Toronto Argonauts. My goodness. Well, the thing with Tuggle, when you throw him up there on the defensive line, he's, uh, you know, about 245 pounds. He's a little lighter than your typical D end, and, and he's very, very quick. So Tuggle just... You know, kind of went around Brian Simmons, the big offensive tackle, 6'5", 317, like he wasn't there, and Tuggle was in the backfield instant, in an instant. Simmons, the former tie cat. Durant will look things over, second down and 11 from their own 34. Back to pass, here comes the pressure, four-man rush. They'll dump it off to Sutton underneath, who will get to the 40, and forward progress to the 41-yard line. Alden Darby Jr. made the tackle. He did not make a tackle last week, which might sound, okay, what was he doing? He was covering people perfectly he's like made four tackles in two games man. like no they're not throwing in he's his having direction a great start great that, start. that was a zone like that wasn't a man situation at all so third down and three out comes boris Beatty for the punt martiz jackson back at the 22 kick is high not that deep jackson comes up takes it at the 29 no yards flag comes out jackson goes down immediately but the argos will get 15 on this one and we'll start at roughly their own 45-yard line when we come back. They've got a 3-0 lead over the Owls. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. A 42-yard Liram Hyralahu field goal is all we've got to show so far tonight. 3-0 Argos over the Owls. 8.50 remaining here in quarter number one. 
good start for the Argos on both sides of the football. Yeah, solid start for the Argos. I like, uh, you know, they managed to move that ball well on that uh, first offensive drive. Uh, I, l I really like the balance. You know, the fact that they're coming with uh, rushing the ball again, getting Wilder some action on the ground, offensive line. You know, get them involved early. Let them give it, you know, get physical. And I promise you, they're going to have a better game in pass protection as well when they have a chance to get off and hit somebody right at the beginning. Uh, you know, so looking smooth. It's unfortunate they weren't able to convert it to seven, but they came away with the three. And, and then the Argo defense looks solid as ever. And, I mean, if I'm the Alouettes, I'm giving the ball to Sutton all day long. And, and I'm telling my O-line, get off the ball, block those guys that cry. And they're trying. And, uh, you know, that first down it is right now it's it's hurting the alouettes so looking for look for them to make a change after the no yards penalty argos will take it to their own 44 yard line moving from left to right wearing all blues alouettes and all whites tonight the goal with off uh, with a split backs in this case ray goes over the middle he's got sj out to the 54 yard line and that will be very close to a first down uh, that's sj green right in his uh right in his wheelhouse there you know sitting in the pocket right between Kyrie a bear and chip cox Settles down, ball comes in, just makes a nice hands catch, dives forward for nine and a half yards. Can I be honest on that? I didn't even call that by number or body type. I called it by the way he caught the football. Yeah, I know you did. I didn't see the number either, so I was, it was impressed. That, just yeah, the way yeah. that the hands came out How so late was. Yeah. and caught that football. He makes that, it look nice, doesn't Oh, he? man, we're used to that now. Levino Well has checked into the game. So has Cody Fajardo, the short yardage unit, and Fajardo's going to pound forward. Just going between Sean McEwen and Tyler Holmes on the left side, and he gets six yards. <laughs> I love when Cody comes out there. You think he's excited for short yardage? Yes. I think he loves it. He comes out there, the offensive line getting off the ball hard. Cody looking for that seam. He's not just diving over the top. He's like, I'm not diving over the top. I don't want half a yard. Give me six. I don't like their short yardage set on that, and I'll explain why in a minute. All the movement? First down at the 50-yard line. Again, they're going with two backs split wide, and Wilder will get the rock. Big hole. Here he goes, 40, 35-yard line. And Wilder did not get touched for eight yards. It's a gain of 15. Yeah, he makes contact with Dondre Wright, the, the free safety, and carries him for another three or four. Oh. Reason I didn't like the last formation? Tell me. No, Chris Kolinkowski. Oh. Corey Watman's back. So oh, Chris is up on the, uh, he's on the sidelines tonight. Another York product, sixth-round draft pick a couple of years ago, a rookie. Hardly plays. He lined up at fullback in goal line last week. First down at the 35-yard line. Four receivers to the near side. They're going to go the other way with Wilder, who will get five, six. He is fun to watch because he just gets north-south, and just he's like a giant pinball. Yes, yeah, right? well, no kidding. Well, um, I'd like to quickly note that uh, Kolinkowski and Jamal Campbell were at the York game today oh nice on the sideline working with the boys pre-game nice. with the offensive linemen working on uh, you know their footwork getting them started and uh, and then spending the first half of the game on the sideline with the group as well which is really nice to see i saw chris this week and i said you do realize we had your back on the air we wanted you to get the rock and he just started <laughs> he's just killing himself laughing very hard working kid warren craney loves him in fact the pass goes right he's going to step up and throw over the middle what a catch by armani edwards Holy smokes, a left-handed uh, grab, fully extended. Looked like SJ on that one, and that's about as high a compliment as I can hand out. Unbelievable. Ricky drops back, looking oh. to his right, can't oh. find his target. And it, he actually, I was about to say, oh, my goodness, he's going to run, because Ricky looked like he was going to go for it. He would have got hammered. But all of a sudden, he pulls up, releases a quick throw to Armani Edwards, who just fires out his left hand. 
and makes an unbelievable catch and dives forward for an Argo first down. Should Incredible. point out, he's left-handed. So that's his oh, dominant go. hand. First down to the 15-yard line. Ricky knew that. Three receivers to the near side. Play action. They're going to dump it out. Here goes Wilder trying to turn the corner. Pulls a 360 and now a 720. And ends up down at the 9-yard line. <laughs> that was like hitting B twice on Madden. Because yeah, back yeah. to back. Because you got the two spin moves. And Wilder ends up with a 6-yard gain when it didn't look like he was going to get anything. No, he made those spins look easy. And, that, you know, that's impressive for a big back like that. Because oh. I can tell you, I tried to figure out how to spin, and it wasn't happening. And uh, Wilder, at each spin, he got about two yards and ended up with six. So that was a uh, great effort on his part. Otherwise, he would have been right on the line of scrimmage. For those, for those who don't go to practices, they do work on the spin move. Like running backs in their yep. individual drills will work on the spin. Second down, we'll call it four. Ray, back to pass. Throws one to the end zone into double coverage, and it is almost caught. As somehow S.J. Green got close to that, even though he was double covered, Ricky just got rid of the football, and it will bring up a third and four, and out comes Liram Hyralahu. Ricky got rid of that football just as he took a big hit from Jabbar Westerman. I'd like to see the replay on it because I'm unsure how a D-end, or sorry, tackle, would come through so quickly. As Ricky was releasing it, he looking for his target and was a little behind him, and I thought there might be some interference there, but I guess it wasn't enough. McEwen went left. And when he kind of turned back to the right, that's where Westerman came. Westerman right up the A-gun. Yeah, you can't do that. You cannot let the guy right in the middle run free. From 16 yards, Hyralahu, piece of cake, right into the stand. Somebody's got a football for a souvenir. How's that? 6 nothing Argos with 421 remaining in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN1050.ca. 6 nothing Argos, four and a half left in the opening quarter. Hogan and Johnson with you. Kate's down on the sidelines. Andy's here for halftime and postgame. And this time the Alouettes are going to take the kickoff. I guess if you got Steph Logan and you're doing nothing offensively, you may as well roll the dice and go for the big play. They need a spark. Yeah. Steph and Logan is a guy that can give them a spark. I know he's been around a long time, but he can get it done, and he understands the importance of special teams and the, and the impact that you know a, a massive play on specials can have on that Alouette sideline. So I like the call. He's been fun bouncing between the CFL and the NFL. Had a oh, really electric. good run down south. Electric. Yeah, the guy uh, just he's one of those guys hits that hole full speed. Yeah. That stride looks like Roadrunner when he's going. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's very difficult to bring a guy down, even if you got the right angle when he's moving like that. So Liram will tee it up. He's got a couple of field goals, one from 42, one from 16. See Heimbach down there reviewing uh, that last play with the boys. McEwen sitting right beside him going over uh, some details because something was missed. So here goes Hyralahu with the kick. And it is high, not all that deep. Here goes Logan. 10, 15, 20, 25, and we'll get to the 30, and brought down at the 31-yard line. And that looked like Victor Butler out on special teams. Yeah, except it's an 8 instead of a 9. Oh, it was Levi Noel. Okay. Yes, sir. There we go. With his team-leading 18th special team tackle of the season. We'll take another timeout. 6 nothing Boatman. You're listening to Argo Football on tsn1050.ca. I guess we'll keep it. You mentioned uh, Coach Heimbach with the uh, with the uh, iPad down on the sidelines. Yes. Uh, I mentioned this in my uh, random notes column for argonauts.ca, but I, I talked to him about uh, the, the offensive line, and one of the sort of the, the sidebars he got onto, which I included in his column, was this is the first time that he's been able to use that. Because yes. when he was here a couple of years ago, the technology the technology was there, but they weren't able to use it. 
Um, now they are, and he said it was so helpful. And I said, what was the it's best unreal. part? He said, the best part is yeah. guys are so focused on what they're doing, they can't always take a look at the grand scheme of things. Yes. So we're able to do that, and he said, it just confirmed what I thought I saw. Yes. So there was that element to it as well. It's like, did I see that? And then he could take a look at the play that he was questioning, and all of a sudden, just like that, you oh, got it. It's an incredible tool. And, I mean, there's a couple seconds delay, so by the time the guys come to the sideline, they've got it queued up, and they can review it. And, uh, you know, that particular play that we were chatting about, McEwen went to the right, Westerman came flying right up the middle, and, uh, you know, he got into Ricky's face. And so the value of having an opportunity to review that play could eventually prevent that mistake and allow Ricky to go through, you know, the progression that he was trying to do and com- potentially, likely, complete that football and be an article touchdown. Uh, instead, it's a th- it's three. So it's, uh, you know, a very important uh, coaching opportunity in the high block, taking advantage of technology. Well, here's the offensive woes for the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, today, so far, in a couple of drives, Darian Durant, one of two for eight yards. Terrell Sutton, two carries for two yards. That's it. First and ten from their own 32. Owls moving right to left. Argos are in a 40 front. Everybody else, else up pretty tight. Oh, Vaughn now drops back. They're going to run an inside shovel pass to Nick Lewis. Rumble, big man, rumble across the 35 to the 37. And 240 pounds of love goes for five yards. I, that, love, I love Nick Lewis. Oh, well, he brings it, right? I mean, he's, yeah. just, he's coming full speed downhill. He doesn't care who's there. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a big play for the Alouettes. Incredibly sound defense by the Argos. They had every gap filled, and the only reason Lewis got those yards is that, uh, you know, the, the play was made by the linebacker at the second level. His 69th catch of the season. That leads the Alouettes. Second and five. They have a tight end on the left side. Durant is going to run a shovel the other side this time. It is caught by the fullback, Nate, Nate O'Halloran, his first catch of the season, and it'll be up to the 50-yard line and a first down. So another shovel pass by the Alouettes, except that time they go to uh, the fullback. And uh, great job by the Owls' offensive line because they managed to collapse Cleon Lang and win on the inside and then kick out Butler. So that created the gap that allowed uh, the fullback to get upfield and get a big first down for the Owls. O'Halloran out of Joe Demore's program at the University of Windsor. Ball at the 50-yard line. First first down for the Alouettes tonight. They trail by six. And Durant going to the ground game again. Terrell Sutton around the right side, and he'll get close to midfield. In fact, after initial contact, he'll get across midfield of the 53 for a gain of about seven and a half. The Argos looking to bring some pressure. They were bringing six on that play, but they were all, uh, the linebackers, Bear and Marcus, were looking to penetrate around the uh, the right A and B of, of where Durant was lining up. Uh, and what the Owls did, they just kind of collapsed it. Sutton went around the outside. Harris forced him back inside, and then uh, that's where ball was for the tackle. Lewis and Jaguar check out. They're going to go with the bigs. Double tight end set for the Alouettes on second and two and a half. At the Argo 53, their first time across midfield. And they're going to go ground game again. Sutton to the near side. Hit in the backfield, and maybe a gain of a half yard. Marcus Ball, excellent penetration. And Bear Woods was not letting him go anywhere. No, I'm trying to figure out how Sutton went down so quickly because when Ball went to engage him, he went kind of over the top. It seemed like somebody caught his shoelace, and I don't know if that was Bear that caught the shoelace or someone on the D-line, but that's a solid, solid defensive play because that uh, forces the Owls to kick here. He just fell. He tried to cut back yeah, up he did and fall. went into Marcus Ball. Okay. That's what it looked like real time, but I wasn't sure. It was Mitchell White who came up and forced him to cut inside earlier than he wanted. So Boris Beattie's going to come out again. Not a bad spot to run a fake if you're Montreal. 
but they will get it back to Beattie, who will kick to the sideline. Near side, high kick, Martise Jackson, all five foot six, takes it at the five yard line. Stutter step once, take it down the second time though at the uh, 14 yard line. So the Argos have some work uh, cut out ahead of them, a long field ahead with a minute 17 left in the first quarter. It's six nothing Toronto. Ricky Ray so far tonight, four of seven for 40 yards. And James Wilder, <laughs> five carries for 42, 8.4 <laughs> per carry. And it's not like he has a 70-yarder there. His longest is 15. He's just been steady. Give that horse the football. Also has a catch for six yards. Armani Edwards has a 34-yard reception. Actually, a 14-yard reception. He has 34 yards on three catches. Play action. Ray's going to come over to the near side. It's Declan Cross with the catch, and the Oakville native will take it across the 15 to the 18-yard line. Declan had, uh, I believe, his best game of a, as a pro a month ago against Montreal when he had five catches in that game against the Alouettes for 34 yards. Well, he looked great there. He's running a flat route. Ricky put it behind him. He actually casually just turned back inside, which is very difficult to do, and caught that ball with one hand. Second, and we'll call it six from their own 18-yard line. Ball on the right hash mark. Ricky calls everybody in tight. Wilder had been lined up in the slot back. He's now going to go in tight and stand next to Ray in the pistol. Ricky drops back. Four-man rush. Has time. Goes to the seam. Has the man. It's Armani Edwards again. His fourth catch. It's a first down across the 30 to the 31. Declan of 14. Oh, great play. Great, well-timed. Ricky, uh, you got Armani and Declan Cross actually lined up um, out to the left side. Declan breaks to the sideline. Armani pushes it high in between the numbers and the hash and curls around. Ricky hits him on timing as Armani turns up and uh, gets a big, big first down to get the Argos uh, some breathing room. Montreal has to find somebody other than John Bowman who could go get the quarterback. Gabriel Napton has not had a great year. Only two sacks for Gabriel Napton. He's he's been a force for several years. Not this year. Ground game. Here goes Wilder. Ooh, he gets crushed this time around. Devon Walls came up and put the beating on him but it's still a three-yard game four-yard game and that's going to be the final play of the first quarter argos are going to win the quarter six nothing we'll flip sides and come back you're listening to argo football on the home of the double blue this is tsn 1050 